what if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too ridiculous or weird in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird, live from the Motif in Seattle, Washington, with your hosts. Megan and Suzanne on A to Zen FM. Good morning, good morning. Good morning to you. <laughs> it's we're just freezing our little arses off in Seattle. We left we left Salt Lake City and it was actually pretty warm and then we got here and apparently they just had a massive like heat wave and then we got here. <laughs> We chilled it right down. We did. It's 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 and we were we were so silly. We brought like short sleeves and mm -hmm. shorts mm -hmm. and we're like and so like the first day we had to go shopping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what sweaters. are you gonna do? When the going gets tough, the tough go shopping. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. it was just an excuse, I think. I went in there for just a sweater. I was done in ten minutes and then Megan was like an hour later in the dressing room with a whole new wardrobe. I was like, wow, I didn't know we were doing this. Well, you know what? <laughs> this series has been about change. Yes, it And has. one of the things that I um, teach in my money courses is to kind of look at the things that you won't spend money on. And those mm -hmm. are the things that you're um, unwilling to change or um, aspects of your lifestyle that you won't own. Um, and for me, clothes is one of those things I don't spend money on. Mm -hmm. And so um, I actually think that was a coup. For I me. think it totally was. I was very excited. I was like the personal shopper and I was just like giving her different colors and sizes and stuff. It was super fun. Yeah. And then the lady inside was helping me so much. She, oh, she loved was, you. Actually, you know, I wanted to hire her because <laughs> she was an awesome salesperson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any noodle, enough about us. <laughs> That's the fun part about having our own show. I know, because it can be about us. It huh? totally can, yeah. yeah. But we do want to talk about change today. We really, really do, because we've been talking about it all month. And I really, really love the copy um, of our show today about be the change in the world. And I think there's a lot of that that's been thrown around a lot, you know, in kind of the metaphysical world and stuff. But um, but we're kind of doing a whole different slant on it um, today. And so I'm excited to be talking about change and being the change in the world that now is the time. So, um, and it, you know, it was so cute because at coffee today when we were figuring out what we were going to talk about today, um, Meg was like, I think that there's three or four things here. And I was like, what? She she just got linear on me. I have to write this shit she down. She has to hurry and write it down because I said there are three things. Is that weird? She's never linear. <laughs> I'm like, okay, she is saying three things. Where's my pen? I got to write number one, number two, number three. We got to get this thing going here. So <laughs> I'm super excited to know what these three things are and to, you know, see how linear that this Megan can get. Oh, boy. You know, the thing about it is, is like, you don't want to be a one-trick pony, right? <laughs> That's right. It's like, you know, I'm very, I love that how spontaneous I am and how quantum I am in my thinking. Uh -huh. But, you know, I can go linear if I need to. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's, that's apparent. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so read the copy, babe. I'm going to. Did you know that change is an energy that begins way before the physical proof shows up? Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so think new baby. Think new baby. Think new baby. Like, you could be pregnant, and, like, this whole body's forming on inside of you, and you can't even see it. No, wow. yeah. You're, like, last week. 
Um, I was immaculate conception. It was immaculate conception. I hadn't had sex with um, my child's children's father for many weeks. And then I found out, I actually didn't find out I was pregnant until I was like 12 weeks along because I wasn't thinking, I wasn't Mm -hmm. having sex. So I didn't think it was possible to get pregnant when you didn't have sex. Um, (laughs) So so literally, I am 12 weeks along, but for 12 weeks, my body was going through massive, massive changes. And I didn't even know it because, I number one, I wasn't looking for it. And number two, because it, it wasn't showing up in the way I thought it was. So how often do you guys start doing change? That you start the process of change, you have this massive expectation of what it look like, and then it doesn't look like that. So you actually don't even realize how much change is happening. Can you imagine how much change my body was going through with being pregnant? And I didn't even know about it. I didn't even realize that that was going on. So what part of your changes have you been unacknowledging and um, and really dismissing because it's not showing up in the way that you thought it would. Like that's exactly what happens with our physical bodies too when we're um, exercising or when we're like cleaning up our our diet or um, you know we being a personal trainer and a health coach for ten years I saw this all the time where people would get so frustrated with the process and so frustrated that they weren't, quote, losing weight or seeing the change that they wanted. And so they just dismissed all the changes that were happening. So all of your projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections about change, about the change that you're currently in, about that it's not changing, can we uncreate a story all about, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. I'm excited. So that's part of the copy, right? So yeah, I got excited. <laughs> So I'm going to read it. I'm going to start over. I got carried away. (laughs) Did you know that change is an energy that begins way before the physical proof shows up? Mm -hmm. What if you could tap into that energy and ride the wave of change, trusting that things that you are asking for are actually changing right now in this moment? What if change was just about a 1% shift and a willingness to never give up and never quit? What would be possible now? What if you and the magic of the change you in this world what if you are the magic of the change you in this world have been seeking? Isn't it time to be the change now? You know what, hun? That was a brilliant piece of copy. Really I know. Was. I feel like I that's they're going to be my... quoting you for centuries to come. <laughs> <laughs> I've just written my masterpiece in the form of copy <laughs> on love life and all things weird. Yeah, baby. I feel so Woo! excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about this for a minute because here's the thing. Change is what is occurring all the time all of the molecules everything on the planet is in motion constantly so in order to quote unquote not change what you have to do is you have to solidify yourself you have to brace yourself you have to like freaking hide in a hole really and so we've we have the story that change is hard but actually staying the same is hard because you're trying to stay the same when every freaking molecule in the universe is changing and mm-hmm. is moving mm-hmm. and so actually what happens is is that we think we're not changing but we are changing we're oftentimes changing in a direction that we would rather not change towards because everything always is in motion and so when you look at change the one thing you want to really start with is being the change Mm -hmm. what if you could be the change be the energy of change first because if you're willing to be the energy of change then um, you will be inspired to take actions that will create the change more that you're looking for Mm -hmm. and um, and then you are in harmony you're in communion with every molecule in the universe when you're willing to be the energy of change. So everywhere you've been refusing to be the energy of change, would you uncreate and destroy that place? Yes. Yes, right, (laughs) wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, and bills. And it's kind of a weird thing, eh, because we've made it up that change is about doing. Yes. Right? And and there is, we are going to talk about action later, but but we want to really help you guys get this because... If one of the things, and Suzanne will tell you this from being a personal trainer, 
that people try to do change with their bodies all the time. And mm-hmm. what happens? Tell the people what happens when they well, try to do change instead of be changed. It feels so hard. It feels like, you know, every single change that they make in their diet, every single like time they exercise, it feels like arduous. It feels like going uphill, like, you know, like with 50 pounds on your back. It feels like intensely hard because you're coming from a place of doing rather than taking your action from your being place. And so, you know, Megan was the one that taught me this concept many, many years ago about the difference between um, be, do, and have. And that's really what we're speaking of here is when you, we are conditioned to believe that if we want to have something, then we've got to do something different. But the first step is actually being the energy. So being the energy of the athlete, right? Like actually um, in bringing that into your body, like feeling that energy of what it would mean to be that healthy, fit um, athlete. And then seeing what your body wants to do from that place instead of like, okay, well, I'll go work out and then hopefully I will you know, somehow do enough action so that I can be that healthy person, that healthy body, that um, athlete. So, yeah, so be, do, have is such a powerful um, concept. And it's, and even though we have been, you've probably been working with be, do, have for 20 years or something, 15 years or something. And still it is so, so um, important when you're talking about change, unless you want to do change hard. If mm-hmm. you really want to do change hard, then just keep doing, 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 and taking action and doing, 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 and not actually being in the energy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. So, okay, so here, here's a great example. When, um, when we're little, we tend to um, like, you know, you ask little Jane what she's doing in her little tutu, and she's like, I'm a ballerina. There's not like, oh, I've got to take 15 classes, and then I'm going to be a ballerina. She just is a ballerina right now, and she, her body embodies ballerina until the next 10 seconds when she chooses something different. Mm-hmm. And so children, really, if you watch your kids, you will see the natural order of creation and the natural order of change, which is you've got to be something before you can do and have it. And so um, a lot of times, actually, people will do to prove that they aren't the thing they want to be. So what? Like, yeah, <laughs> does that is that confusing? That's as much very, as me? very confusing. Okay, very I'll confusing. give you an example. Okay, I'll give, give me an example. example. Okay, so it's like um, all the time I'll see somebody like with a tennis racket, right, in their backpack, and I'll go, "Oh, you play tennis? Oh, well, not really. I'm not really a tennis player. Oh, I try. I go out and I take my lessons. They will not own that they are a tennis player, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so they're they're taking all these lessons. They're investing in being a tennis player, but they won't own that they're a tennis player. Hmm. Does that make sense? So yeah, they're totally. doing tennis, but they're not being tennis. So they're actually, they ha- but it's based on an expectation of what a tennis player would look like, right? And they couldn't possibly be that. So then they're denying that actual be energy, right? That's mm-hmm. what you're saying, basically. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes. And problem is, is that 98%, 99% of your creative energy comes from your being. Yes. And so if you are only doing change, then you're only actualizing the very, very smallest percentage of energy possible to create the change from. So if we're telling people that they need to be the change first, that they need to be the energy first, how do you actually do that? Like, how? what would you suggest in supporting people to actually step into the energy of that being? Well, I actually, I really love the question process and access, and in particular, the energy, space, and consciousness mm. um, question. So um, in, in access consciousness, they have um, a, a particular form of question that's all about uh, calling in the prime maturity of creation, which is what energy, space, and consciousness can I be? Because mm. the all of creation comes from energy, space, and consciousness. So mm. when you say, what energy, space, and consciousness can I be, you're calling in all of the energetics of creation. Mm-hmm. So in energy, space, and consciousness, can I be to be the energy of the change I truly be? Mm-hmm. And probably, most likely, if you're listening to this show, you actually 
came to be a catalyst for change. Because, I mean, you have to be kind of weird to listen to us, first of all. <laughs> Don't you think? Totally. Yeah. And so we're weird as shit. <laughs> as the day is long. <laughs> so... <laughs> and getting weirder every day. I mean, we just spent three days in an advanced body class here in Seattle with Gary Douglas, and I feel really weird. Do you? <laughs> I feel so weird in my body today. It's just like, whoa, what is going on? I feel like I have a different body, and it's just so freaking weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and but back to them. Um, <laughs> But it's about us. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's about them. But oh, damn it. So, um, yeah. So, um, I lost my, I lost my frame. Squirrel. <laughs> this is what we lovingly call a squirrel moment. The squirrel moment. Yeah. On love life and all things weird, mm-hmm. where Megan totally just randomly looks at something or something happens, and then she totally loses her track. Right, loses her. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of comments in the chat room. Can I talk about this sure, for a minute? Sure, that I can't get into because the hotel's internet sucks. <laughs> so, no, no, but what I'm loving is um, Shakti is talking about this new awareness that she got um, this morning about um, about the what the sensations of feeling versus the sensations of awareness. And when you're talking about um, Asking that, que- asking that question of what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to be the energetic, uh, the energy of change, then that, in asking that question, it brings up this place where you can actually um, perceive awareness, right? And what she's saying is that she's realizing that her she's m- misidentified and misapplied feelings as awareness and that she's really getting that her feelings are actually kind of a lower harmonic um, in her body. And so it's actually not the awareness that she's been asking for. So she's super excited about being able to to perceive that difference so that she can actually change, right? Because the being in the feeling, being in that lower harmonic, um, it's actually limiting her ability to change. So that was her um, awareness, which I thought was really, really cool. Yes, and it's not that feelings aren't awareness. They are awareness. They can be, yeah. Actually, what I understand in access is that all feeling is awareness. But what happens is, is that because it's the lower harmonic is that it's sticky and heavy and we tend to get stuck there and we tend to, we tend to dramatize the emotion rather than actually, um, extrapolate the awareness that's there Mm -hmm. and that's why they call it the lower harmonic so it's like when you step into perceiving receiving knowing and being then you actually get into that place where you're just kind of in communion with the molecules you can kind of perceive or become aware of things it's like oh like do I turn left here do I turn right here and then you start operating from that uh, gentle awareness place. Another place that we do, and this is something that we learned about um, over the last three days because we were in a body class, right? And we talked a lot about pain in the body. And um, Gary talked about pain as it being an awareness that we're refusing because if it actually has to look like pain in the body, we've really denied it or we don't want to know what that awareness is and we would rather carry it as pain. And that's another, pain is another lower harmonic of awareness. It's not necessary, but if we're, you know, if we've shoved our head in the sand, you know, 40 feet or whatever, it's like sometimes pain is required to kind of get our attention and say, hey, 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 what you doing? Um, One of the first things... What did he say, though, it was specifically, though? He said that pain is keeping your awareness out, right? Like It's a, an awareness you're refusing. It's an awareness you're refusing. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Because Shakti is saying that she's been told it's a judgment in the body. I don't I don't no. get that. I think that judgments judgments can judgments of the body can create pain. Yes, absolutely. Right? If you have a point of view that pain is necessary in this reality, then yes, you can create pain in your body. 
Um, but that again is potentially an awareness mm -hmm. that you're not having. It's like, it's not a necess it's not necessary to use pain for awareness. But I think, you know, it's like, here's the dealio guys. We use what we have until we get a better tool. Like we use the horse and buggy to get around until we got cars and, and we found airplanes and, and, and feelings. I mean, I studied feelings with gay and Katie Hendricks for like six, eight years. It was super important for me because I had denied feeling. And so I was denying all that awareness that was there. And so getting the judgment off of feeling was super good. So don't hear to judge your feeling. If feeling is how the awareness is coming, mm -hmm. awesome. Then say, hey, what awareness is this that I haven't been able to receive? Yeah. So I would love, like um, Rhonda is saying that Gary gave her a clearing um, that says, what power are you refusing that you truly could be choosing that if you would choose it would allow all of this to desist, right? Mm. So I really, really love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're mm -hmm. going to be talking more about change, um, but we got to go on break. <laughs> <laughs> so you are listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and we will be back in a moment to talk about being the change. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, life, and all things weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We are talking about all things change. Change in the body, what's going on with pain. We're all over the place, and it's super fun. <laughs> <laughs> So much for linear. <laughs> I know. I thought we were going to be totally linear with our four steps to uh, change today. No, it didn't happen. Um, but, you know, it's fun. That's that's the weirdness of our radio show is you think you could be talking about one thing and then it's something completely different. <laughs> but back to change. I really do think we should talk about our list. I love our list. Okay. <laughs> 
There you go, honey. It makes you feel safe. I know. It makes me we feel have a so one, two, good. Three, four. I have a one, two, three, four mm-hmm. list. So we have been talking about be the energy, right? Like be, do, have. That being in the communion with the energy that you truly be, right? So if you want that, if you want to be that athlete, being in the energy of that athlete, if you want to be like, what would be another great example? Like if you're stepping into a new career, like envisioning and asking questions about what energy, space, and consciousness can you be to be that, you know, that that career that you're wanting to choose. Well, I have kind of a fun story with that. When I first um, got trained in rapid eye therapy over 21 years ago now, wow. um, there was a, a class series that, that came along with the modality. It was called Life Skills, and it was talking about the universal principles. And it was so funny because I hadn't ever taught anything. and um, my man, congratulations, you're a teacher. Good news. <laughs> it's really good news that I'm a teacher because I've got people in front of me right now and totally. I'm going to have to say something to them. Totally. So it, that was the whole come from in that is to claim the beingness of the teacher. And, and as beings, as infinite beings, we have access to anything. We have access yeah. to all energies. You can be the energy of anything. Now, I may not be the energy of a school teacher, of a linear school teacher. Right. But when I call in the being of teacher, I get the the energy that um, encompasses my capacities as yes. a facilitator and teacher. I ignite those within myself. So anything that like you want more of in your life, it's really are you willing to be that? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to be the energy of it? Are you willing to have it? And are you willing to take the actions that are part of it? And that really, in, in the world of change, it's, it's really, are you willing to be it? Are you willing to do it? Are you willing to have it? But be is by far the most potent energy because it catalyzes the two other energies. Yeah, yeah. So now can I talk about number two? Yes. <laughs> so, so number two on Be the Change is we think change is so hard and we think change is so arduous, but it it takes like a 1% shift. It really does. It takes like um, changing that one thing of the day. It takes one new action. And that's what I love about Megan is she's been playing with this idea of like a 1% to 3% change for years and it's it's so powerful what that can create in your life. We think we've got to do everything so perfectly um, in order to change something, but it's just so not true. It's just that one percent. And maybe you can talk more about that. Yeah, well, it's one percent or um, something that uh, I learned from Lisa Cooney in Maui was that it could be one molecule. You could change one molecule. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, that's true. There's an energy process that I've created called molecular infusion. And one of the things is, is that if you look at any kind of a pattern, right, any pattern at all that you have, whether it's a positive or negative or however you see that pattern, there is a geometry. And if you can think about back to your high school or college science books where you see the molecular um a picture, right, uh, of molecules, the little balls with the little sticks, right? And every, <laughs> I think that's like chemistry, right? Yeah, it's chemistry. <laughs> oh, darn it. <laughs> it's the elements. Yes. It's, right? Yes. Like <laughs> the diagrams of the elements? Yes. That's what you're talking about with mm-hmm. the balls and the sticks? Yes. <laughs> it's a very highly scientific your explanation. I am. I'm I'm <laughs> Professor Silitone now. I'm when energy is space and consciousness can I be to be the energy of Professor Silito, I truly be. Actually my dad was a professor, so I did I felt that energy just then. Oh, that's cute. So okay. anyway, the, the the balls and sticks, right? And <laughs> the balls and sticks are formulated in a particular way. If you look at any sort of chemical pattern or anything like that, right? And the truth is, is that if you change only one molecule of those constituents, you change the whole thing. You mm-hmm. change the chemicals of that thing. It t- turns into something totally different. Mm-hmm. And so in, in terms of like looking at different things that we want to change, sometimes it's just a single molecule that we need to turn like 180 degrees. You want to share your experience in or I you were too in it to be able to share it, but Lisa, there was a pattern that Suzanne was talking to Lisa about and she was like, something offered her change. And she said, I don't think I can. And she said, is there one molecule? Yeah. She asked me, well, because what I asked for is freedom in my body. 
like total freedom in my body and feeling of freedom in my body. And she asked me, have I ever felt that? And I was like, no, I've never felt total freedom in my body ever since, not even since I was born. And because I took on other people's energy so much and my mom's energy, even when I was in the womb, I was taking on her energy. And so, but she asked me, is there one molecule in your body that knows and that has experienced um, freedom in your body? And, and I was like, yeah, she's like, point to it. It was like this little spot in my heart. And she came up to me and she actually put her finger right there. And, and like, it was so magical because she just, that was all that was required was just that one spot. And she worked with that. I mean, she's a brilliant facilitator. So, but she opened me up to this place where that freedom spread throughout my entire body. And I had the experience for the first time in that moment of feeling totally free in my body. But it started with one tiny dot, like on my like neck kind of chest area. And it was, it was brilliant. It was amazing. And that is, was just such a testament to that it only takes 1%, right? Mm-hmm. Or one molecule. Or one molecule. The, uh, either of those things. And and part of this, the way that I have sabotaged my own change is by thinking that it has to look a particular way, that it has to be a sweeping change, that it has to all change in the way I think in my little controlling universe, or that's not change at all. Mm-hmm. So all the projections, expectations, judgments, conclusions and separations you have about what change looks like, what it's supposed to be like, and uh, if it doesn't look exactly how your little controlling mind has formulated, then you uninvite it. Can we uncreate and destroy that place? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Cool. Yeah, so it's in order to change, we have to really realize that it's always occurring that if you have asked for it and you're willing to be it, that it is in motion. The change is in motion. And it's like Suzanne was talking about earlier, like a lot of times when you start exercising and you start, you know, changing your diet up or whatever, there's all these molecular changes occurring in your body simultaneously. And because you don't lose the weight right away or you don't see the muscle tone you want right away, then you go right to the wrongness. And then you sabotage the change that's occurring and you start undoing the change that's actually been created. And how many times have we done that over and over and over again to prove that we can't change? Mm-hmm. So all mm-hmm. of the shenanigans that you Is are... Is that your official term, shenanigans? Yes. <laughs> Some Those of you who follow me on Facebook, my friend Jen posted a, uh, a post that said shenanigator. One who initiates shenanigans. And Which I thought, you. that was me. That's you. Totally. <laughs> so if you kind of look at this, guys, it's like we do all these shenanigans, really, <laughs> smoke and mirrors, to prove the change is not possible. Uh-huh. And and I'm not exactly sure what we're getting out of that, other than being <laughs> right about that there's no change. Everything that is, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, online boys, shorts and beyond. And guys... I, like both Suzanne and I have done this a gazillion times, so this is not wrongness. We just want to bring awareness to this and that in order to create the change, you have to first be it. And then you have to acknowledge that after you have asked for it, that you actually are having the change. Mm-hmm. It actually is occurring. You've actually engaged the quantum entanglements of the universe through your question, through your asking for change. You have engaged this whole process in the universe. I'm sorry, it knows better how that change can best occur for you. So I've had people come to me to change their money or whatever. Like, And oftentimes the first thing that shows up is a big old IRS bill or a tax bill mm-hmm. or a, a bankruptcy or whatever. And they're like, Or they ah. lose a job or they lose mm-hmm. a client. And they're like, yeah, like this is going backwards. Mm-hmm. Like what the hell is happening? My money is not going up. <laughs> My money is going down. Dun, dun, dun. This is not the change. Okay, so what's happening in that moment is they're uninviting the change. Yes. Because here's the dealio, guys. Who would you have to be if you made all the changes you say you want, the say that you're asking for? I do this um a uh, text group where I text out a question every day and it's, it's called possibility play. And Oh, by the way, anybody can play. If you um, 
message me on Facebook and say, I want to be in possibility play and you leave me your number, I can send you an invite. But this was a really fun um, the question of the day. Um, I'm trying to find it real quick. Hold on. Basically, is it was what lifestyle are you refusing um, with the limitations you keep choosing? Mm-hmm. What lifestyle are you refusing with the limitations you keep choosing? You have to understand that when you are sabotaging change, there's something that you're avoiding being. It could be potency, it could be power, it could be success, because then you'll be successful than everybody you know, whatever that is. So everywhere that you have made not changing more vital and real than the change that you could be, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Mm-hmm. So really what we're talking about here is because you just don't know what it's going to look like, you know, like the universe gives us surprises all the time. It's about like never quitting and never giving up and and never actually going into that place of conclusion that change isn't happening. Like you just keep going. You just keep making new choices. You just keep uh, bringing in the energy of that, of what it is that you desire and continue to create and continue to move forward and, and and destroy all of your crap, you know, that comes up, all of those worries and those doubts and those conclusions and judgments that come up. Like it's a process um, that, that, and, in, and a conversation that you can be in daily for the rest of your life. And it can be super fun. It can be super exciting because the universe is so surprising. <laughs> oh, it's like um, never quit, never give up. We, we were just uh, watching a movie last night that totally represented this idea of never quit, never give up. What's the movie called, Eddie? Eddie the Eagle. Eddie. Eagle, which you love him, which you remember from the the Canada Winter Olympics Mm -hmm. back in like what 1988 or something. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of tells you how old you are, babe. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) thanks um, for that side note. (laughs) No, but um, but yeah, like talk, tell them, tell the people about Eddie the Eagle. Like, it was so inspirational. This movie was so fun. He was such a crazy character at, like, the age of five or something. He was telling his parents that he was going to be in the Olympics. And he's the most uncoordinated, unathletic kid that you've ever seen in your life. Um, He actually was crippled in one leg when he was a kid. But he would practice, like, you know, holding his breath underwater. And he kept telling his mom he was going to go to the Olympics. And he would, like, pack his bag and, like, walk out the door or whatever. And and he was really not a very good athlete, truthfully. No, no. But he he did really spend a lot of years in downhill skiing, like trying to get onto the Olympic team of downhill skiing. And then that didn't work. He was like, didn't, um, you know, get onto the team. There was tons of people that were against him. His dad especially was so against him, wanted him to be part of his part of the family business and give up all of his crazy dreams. So he like ends up going to Germany, like on this kind of budget, like takes the family bus goes to Germany because he decides he's going to be a ski jumper of all things. So that no matter what, he was going to be an Olympian. So yes. He was just trying to find that sport where he could actually qualify and go to the Olympics. And since there was no other ski jumpers for Britain, yes. um, he uh, and he actually qualified, but Britain hated him so bad because he was such a goof off and they were depending on people's uh, financial donations. Um, they actually upped the amount that he had to jump. So he went back on tour to try to make that number anyway, he finally does. And he actually ends up at the Olympics and he's horrible. He's like half the distance of everybody else. But but because when he landed, it was a number he'd never hit before. And it was a Great Britain record. He does this whole like dancing and he gets the whole crowd going. I mean, it's abysmal. But for him, it was a personal best. Yes. And he was so excited. And this kid, he just would not no matter what. I mean, he had every, like, everybody in the Olympic team, like, was mean to him and yeah. hated him, and he just would not ever give up. <laughs> so this is our, I, I really, if you guys 
really want to connect with the beingness uh-huh. of never give up, never quit, never stop. And that, I have to say, guys, is probably one of the biggest um, awarenesses or principles that I've got from Access that has changed things because I, I made it up that since certain tools didn't change things, that they were unchangeable. Mm-hmm. And what I realized is that I gave up too soon because I didn't meet my pictures. And um, at the end of the movie last night, I was, I mean, and I saw him back in 1988 and I was so, I loved him then, but the movie, I was bald, bald, and bald, and bald at the end of it because it just, like, yeah, that energy that energy and I've been refusing that energy so everywhere you've been refusing the energy never quit never give up never stop can you uncreate and destroy that please yes right wrong good bad pod poc all nine boys shorts and beyonds and that was number four so I I just want to say that you you went out of linear alignment we still have number three to come back to so the people will come back after our yeah so we're going to go on break and Mm -hmm. when we get back we'll talk about number three (laughs) see you in a minute Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, life, and all things weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. And we're talking about all things change today. And it's, uh, it's a, I think it's a topic you could talk about for like three years. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> kind of pretty much every day because mm-hmm. uh, it is such an underlying key to so much about having it all and, and really creating the life that you love. So, um, but we're finishing up um, the topic of change for this month and we're going to be um, exploring new territory next 
next week. But I want you to tell the people about your Double Dog Dare Challenge. Mm -hmm. Can you tell them about it Mm -hmm. that's starting on May 1st? Because Mm -hmm. you guys, you are going to love it. It's going to be so much freaking fun. And we're going to have a total blast for the next 21 days. So before we get to number three, we're going to talk about the Double Dog Dare Challenge. Well, the Double Dog Dare Challenge is number three. Isn't it cool? How exciting. Look at me doing that perfect segue. (laughs) Yay! I'm brilliant, darling, and I don't even know it. You're amazing, darling. <laughs> Shaki says she's in. Sweet. We have our first participant. Woo-hoo! And we haven't even got the landing page up. But- We're totally getting the landing page up, though, in the next few days. So you're, everybody sign up for the Double Dog Dare Challenge. We'll be posting it all over the place. I know. Mm-hmm. I think you should tell them. Tell the people. <laughs> Why should they be part of the Double Dog Dare Challenge? Why? Well, what it is. Because here, number three is actually about making different choices. And most people, when they go to, like, create change, they generally do what I've found as a coach. They do lateral moves. Mm-hmm. And what that means is some version of the same thing they're doing, but they're calling it different. Oh, but I'm doing this now. Oh, this guy is so different than the last boyfriend. And it's really like, oh, you're with the same person again. Right? And it's so it's like um, we do the, the – we kind of do – uh, we, we make these choices that are kind of the same, actually, or in the same vein or in the same energy instead of actually choosing different. And the, the key to creating change is to actually choose something different, really different, like to be in the different energy, to be in the energy of change. And one of the reasons that I create this challenge is so that we can all together, like, get in this creative brainstorm about what kind of different choices can we make for our body and business. So I'm focusing this 21-day challenge on body and business. And the challenge is for 21 days to do one new choice that you've never done before with your body and one new choice that you've never done before with your business. And I actually um, will be sharing some things in the challenge. I talked to Gary about the connection between the body and business and what we have going on with our bodies, what we have going on in our business. And I feel like there's something in my capacities and my awareness that I'm going to be teaching about this and it's going to be coming through with this. And it's also a place that I, there's something that I haven't been in my body and there's something that I haven't been in my business and that's the same thing. <laughs> and I, um, it's time to be that. And so this challenge is really, for me, it's for all of us to really step into the change that we be because um, if we keep doing the same things, we're going to keep getting the very same things. Yeah. So right? the fun, fun thing is, okay, is everybody, everybody does one new thing a day in their body and their business. And you can video it or you can take a picture of it or you can just post it on Facebook. And to make it even more fun and interactive is you can double dog dare challenge Megan. So if you're doing a new thing in your body and business, take a picture, record it, and then challenge Megan to do the same thing. And then she will live stream that thing that you did, right? So I'll pick one. Yeah. Because I may get three or four in a day, but I get to pick one of your challenges to do it if you've double dog dared me. And if I haven't done that challenge. Yeah. So if I haven't done that thing. And so that we're all in it together, really challenging each other to be different, to choose different, to create different. Because if you do different things, you create different energy, you create different molecules. You're also telling the universe, hey, universe, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to have something different here. And I'm super excited, a little bit nervous, I must say, because (laughs) who knows what the hell I'm going to get dared to do. But I love being double dog dared. And it's one of the things that has always got me off my booty is when I get double dog dared because I just can't say no to a double dog dare. And um, so if you we're going to have a sign up page, you can play. It's going to be on the Megan Silito public page. That's where I'm going to be hosting the challenge. It's totally free. Anybody can play. You can play all 21 days. You can play three days. Whatever, like, however much you want to play. But if you want to be in-in, um, we're going to have a sign-up page. We're going to have a landing page. And the people who actually, like, I'm in for the 21 days, you're going to get a clearing loop that I've been creating and downloading for, like, two and a half weeks now. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the mother load for undoing the resistance to change. Um, there's going to be all kinds of goodies that you get for being in the, it's the what do we call it? The backstage pass. Yeah, to the to the 21 day challenge. And we will be posting it on Weird on Air. We'll be posting it on my website. If you're on my, if you're not on my email list, go to megansiloto.com and get on that email list so you can be made a breast or a boob 
um, <laughs> of of these of all these cool things that come down the pipe that um, uh, are part of my hair. Yeah, schemes. yeah. We're, the other thing that we're gonna do, which is super fun, is we're gonna do like outtakes of the videos that that Megan doesn't post on her Facebook page. <laughs> so it's good. You guys really do the backstage pass. Plus, you get entered to win a session with Megan. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's forgot about that part. Prize. So if you um, if your challenge gets the most views, like of me or you doing it, right, um, then you win a full hour with me, which is worth $400. Yeah, yeah. So those details coming up in a couple of days, uh, and that's super, super exciting. I'm Woo excited. Woohoo! So um, that's number three. You've yeah. got to be willing to choose differently. And that's not just a doing. Choosing is being, too. So it's like choosing to be something different, choosing different actions, um, uh, choosing different thoughts, choosing different ways to move our bodies. Like um, one of the things that I learned uh, when I was working with the Hendrix, this is so cool. They, they um, had this process called creative joint play. And you could be like facing your partner and you try to have an argument while you were moving your joints in all these weird places. And the thing about it is, is that one of the things that why one of the reasons we age is because we solidify our points of view and our bodies literally stop moving. When we're born like, uh, like one and a half, two years old, we have 3,000 movements in our bodies. By the time we're six, we only have 300 movements. We stop moving. We stop choosing different. We stop um, choosing all of the things that are available to us and possible to us. So in, in actually making different choices, choosing to move your body in different ways, in ways that you never have before, you actually open up different parts of the brain. Mm -hmm. And um, so there's a secret sauce in choosing differently. And um, and that's that's the intent of this challenge is to really get us all, me included, out of the box of what we think is the right way and just start opening up new energy. And so to that end, in May, and who knows how long we're going to do it, but um, probably at least in May, we're going to be talking about change in your body and specifically in your business. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to be giving tools for changing in those two areas all yeah. through the month of May. On totally. A, on, right here. It is in <laughs> Right. So Rhonda says that um, she's a chicken shit, and <laughs> so she's having to clear some points of views to see if she can actually be in on the double dog dare challenge. <laughs> so maybe we in the Rhonda, ending, <laughs> the double dog dare you, the double dog dare you to play in the challenge. Now, now you actually maybe did a misnomer. You do not have to film and take a picture of every new action you do. Only if you want to dare me. So but I think it would be super so fun. Could, I know, but you that we're doing low barrier to entry, remember? <laughs> so the the you can play and not video or take a picture of anything at all. You don't even have to say what the new things you did. Or you can. And you can like That'd be fun. Us. That'd be super fun. It would be Rhonda, I double dog dare you. Yeah. <laughs> and but but at the end of the day you can play it however you want. Yeah. And the only the only way that you actually have to film it is if you want to double dog dare me. Yes. <laughs> All right, you guys. So you'll hear way more about the double dog dare challenge, and we'll see you next week for new content and new stuff on changing your body and your business. So see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.